Did that do it? It did do it. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. Hey. <clears throat> what song did Van Helsing sing when he killed the last clone of Dracula? Oh no. It's the final countdown. That's awful. <laughs> So bad. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> or should I say, so bad. So bad. Oh, oh man. This is it. We're, oh. We've transcended. We have transcended. Kabloof. In... <laughs> Kabloof. Oh. oh, our openings are always such a mess. I know, it's like, it's it's just, the whole thing's a disaster. But that's okay, because if it wasn't a disaster, it wouldn't be in Verus. It wouldn't be us, no, it wouldn't. No. You're right. And that's, yeah, you know, I don't think I could I could cope if no, we weren't. No, neither could I. If we weren't in Verus. So, yeah, I'm okay no. with it. Me too. Perfectly yeah. okay with our, our chaotic disasters. <laughs> um, hello, this is Inverus. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, if you are new to this podcast, every week we drink a new drink. We every do. Every week we discuss a new topic. Um, sometimes the same topic because we have a lot to say about certain things. That's true. Um, <laughs> this week <laughs> we are drinking an ocean bomb bubble milk tea so basically this is um canned bubble tea yep um i love bubble tea i love bubble mm. tea i do not think this will be as good as a nice fresh bubble tea that you would get from a bubble tea shop um, or from my kitchen i make bubble tea sometimes you but... never know though this might be the most delicious i haven't even opened the can yet but i mean it i've poured it and it looks into a glass Clear glass and it looks um like bubble oh. tea. It smells interesting. Yeah, it oh, smells it like smell? um smells like tapioca. Uh. Well, that's what I think. It smells like tapioca. Um I can't decide if I like the smell or not, but I'll give it a taste. Um, let's taste it. Let's taste it. I'm gonna struggle to get the the boba out mm. of this, I think. Um, okay. Because I'm drinking so, it out the can. It actually tastes surprisingly pleasant for being in a can. However, I like my boba chewy, and these are not chewy bobas. Ooh. I don't think I'm going to get to any of the bobas. <laughs> I should have given it a shugle first to get some at the mm. top, because, yeah, I just there's no way without a straw that I'm going to be able to get to this. They're not... They're not chewy. It's not chewy tapioca. I know, like, I don't know how some people like it. Like, I don't mean chewy as in, oh, you're chewing it and chewing it and chewing it. But I like, mm -hmm. I like my my tapioca to have a bit of bite. Yeah. You know? A bit of firmness to it. These are not. Some tangible mm. stuffiness. And they also aren't, like, sweet at all. Like, when you make boba at home. You put a whole ton of sugar in mm. <laughs> the, the tapioca to to give it like that faint sort of sweetness. 
this doesn't have that. Um, but anyway, the topic of the week, as I am sure everyone is wondering, considering our first our opening, our joke, was about vampires. Yeah. Um, if you haven't guessed, seeing as how we are trash on this podcast <laughs> and cringe. Trash and cringe. Top- just like our topic. Trash cringe. Yes. Uh, our topic of the week is twilight specifically the movies yeah i i don't think either of us have read the book i couldn't tell you anything about the books at all no other than they exist um i remember them coming out i remember like a lot of people i knew were reading them okay and i didn't know much about it i didn't know anything about it i didn't bother reading it (laughs) (laughs) that's fair i just avoided it um like i remember the the movies coming out um and obviously like people in school um the people who were going to watch it watched it and me being the kind of person who wouldn't watch it didn't watch it and that was that was it i never watched the films i remember them coming out and that was a point at which i remember you know having that sudden realization that a lot of people think that this is terrible and awful and bad Uh and you shouldn't like it you're not allowed to like it yeah when the books came out, I wasn't in school. Um, and the parts of the internet that I frequented didn't really talk about Twilight because mm. I was, you know, too busy at home playing Bioware video games. Like, Fair. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I just didn't... I didn't really have any concept until the movie started coming out. Um, and... Uh, you know, it kind of did put me off watching them. I didn't, I didn't watch them at the time because I thought, oh, people are saying that this is bad and cringe and that it's problematic and, you know, the relationship dynamics really bad and all of this. So I'm just not going to watch that. Yeah. Um. It just seemed lame to me, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> before. <laughs> before we get into Twilight, though, I do have a very important question for you, Callum. Oh. How has your week been? What have you been up to? Um, so... The fair is up. The fair. It's, it's being a bit generous. The <laughs> the three fairground rides and one game is up. Um, there's the... Now, this isn't actually what they're called, but this is what everyone calls them. I imagine they used to be called this um, in, like... 80s or whatever um but it's the heartbreaker the waltzers um that's really it there was a ferris wheel there as well which is quite fun oh nice 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 was um, it a proper ferris wheel or was it a swirly whirly ferris wheel what what's what's a swirly whirly ferris wheel versus a when, ferris wheel okay so the fair or the fair the fair as they call it fair and greenock um, or if you are in Johnston or Paisley, the shows. Yes. Um, usually it's a lot more than obviously what you would get in Lewis. <laughs> because I imagine <laughs> yes. transporting that in the ferry is a nightmare. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, and quite expensive, I think. Mm-hmm. So um, what we get uh, in my part of the world is um, the shows, which is like those, I, I don't know the names of any of them. I know what a waltzer is. That's about it. <laughs> Um, but sometimes you get a Ferris wheel, 
but usually the first wheel you get at the shows or the fair here is like a death trap. Uh, it's more of a thrill ride than a relaxing, oh, look at the view, you know? So what happens is you get in it and the whole, you get strapped in and the whole, it's all enclosed. Like it's oh, not right. an open top thing, it's all enclosed and you're strapped in and it turns upside down. Oh. And it spins really fast. No, that sounds horrifying. That's not, that's, uh, that is not what I experienced. That is a swirly, whirly yes, Ferris wheel. No. Um, that I sounds awful. one of those when I was about 10. Oh my God. It ruined my life. Mm. <laughs> It was awful. It was terrible. Um, me and my big brother went on it and it was just the worst. The worst. And I would never, ever, ever want to do that again. Yeah, no, that sounds horrifying. No, we had a Ferris wheel, Ferris wheel. Um, it looked like it was not entirely stable. <clears throat> right. Excuse me. Um, it, it, it looked rather quite rickety. And for some reason, it went a lot faster than I personally think it should have gone. Um, but it's fine. It's like open top thing. You sit in it, you fit two people in, and it goes round. Um, but uh, the problem is, because of the speed that it went round, if it stopped to let someone on and you were at the top, your your little, I don't know what you'd call it, your little city chair thing, would swing really violently. <laughs> So you'd be left there oh, at the no. top, just going back and forth, back and forth for like a good few seconds. Um, and so that happened to us. Um, and this is my first time uh, ever going on any of these rides. They come up usually every year, aside from the last few years. And I've just never bothered going. Um, but Shannon loves it. So we went um, and we did that. And it was it was just horrifying. Um yeah, it genuinely felt like you were just going to fall, like flip over backwards and fall out. Yeah. It was horrifying. I've been on one like that because my swirly whirly Ferris ride experience when I was like 10 did not ruin Ferris wheels for me. Mm. Um, But I went on one in Edinburgh, I think when I was about 19 or 20. I'm pretty sure it was, no, it would have been after Luke was born. So um, that's my eldest son. Um, So yeah. I think I would have been like 23, 24, maybe. Um, but yeah, so I, I went to this, this, excuse me, I went to this um, Lolita meetup. So a meetup of people who wear Lolita fashion. Um, and it was at Christmas time. So I went to the Christmas markets and they had one of those various wheels, the open top ones mm. that goes around slightly too fast, doesn't feel safe, very wobbly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a light breeze feels like it would probably knock it down sideways. And yeah, and I think if you have, because I have a, I'm not like I wouldn't say I'm afraid of heights. I can deal with heights, but I have a, a healthy respect for heights. Is how I would put it. Yeah, and I think if if you are at all like aware of the danger of heights, it's not. It doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Yeah. Um. But yeah, aside from the Ferris wheel, uh, the Heartbreaker, which I don't know what the actual ride's called, but mm. it's this thing you get strapped in and everyone's in a big long line and it mm -hmm. just goes round and round and round and violently. then goes round the other way violently. Yep, 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 um, yep. Which is fine. Like, 
Um, I've never been on one of those. I don't do rides I, very often. I don't do rides at all. Um, but my problem with it was, is the seats were... I'm quite a narrow person. So the seats are are pretty <laughs> wide narrow for me, person. right? And um, the the <laughs> thing that comes... You don't get, like, strapped in, strapped in. Just the thing comes over your head and you can hold on to the bar. But as you're coming down on, like, one of the, the rotations, you get like proper air time because you're going down pretty fast so your legs kind of bump into the the cushioned bit uh, and prevent you from falling out i guess but because it's going in circles i'm going up and then slamming into the side of the big the hard plastic seat on one side and then it comes down to the bottom so my butt lands on it and then it goes the other way so i get flung to the other side of the seat I have Ow. I have like two bruises on each thigh and then a bruise just like above my butt from just being thrown around on this. You have no cushioning either. I have you're like a no cushioning at all. You're like a really skinny that's the other way of saying narrow. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just so <laughs> uncomfortable because it was quite fun and it was one of those things where I, for some I, I don't know why I had it in my head that it would be really loud. Um, but when you're on, it's quite quiet, and you can just chat while this is happening. But yeah, I just got absolutely slammed into the seat. So my trying to sleep last night, I just went onto my side. I went, oh no, lay on my back. I went, oh no, and then went to my other side. Oh. I went, no, and um, oh. it was just awful. For <laughs> Callum. Um, and yeah, the the waltzers were fine, just spinning round and round, and that's that's fine too, I guess. Um, but yeah. yeah, my first experience of the fair uh, was solidly fine. I neither love nor hate rides, I think. Um, I thought I would hate them a lot more because um, it's the kind of thing I, I don't ha- like that. Oh, no, I'm going but to die. Um, yeah. chemicals. Why would you want to feel like you're going to die? Yeah. Like, why would you want to feel that? I don't understand. Um, I'm not a thrill seeker at Mm-mm. all. I like a relaxing walk. Yeah, me too. If I want excitement, I play a video game. Exactly. Um, Excitement, like you can get those chemicals in the safety of your own home, on a really comfy chair. Yeah. While eating popcorn. While eating and popcorn. Like, <laughs> yeah. And and maybe having a beer or something. Mm. Like maybe I'm just lazy. I just I'm not into that. Um, um Yeah. I mean, aside from that, uh, well, I ran karaoke at the weekend, which was always good. It was good fun. Um Sad you weren't there, but hey. I know. I'm um, always sad I miss karaoke. Missing yeah. karaoke is like the saddest. I love karaoke. It's my, my spiritual home. Um, Shannon sang, which is very good. Because um, she never sings at these things. So Oh, she should. She, she should. should. She was really good. She was so good. It's like so, so good. And uh, oh, I love it was it awesome. At karaoke. Um, I think like that's the other thing is that I, not only do I enjoy doing karaoke... I'm a bit of a karaoke cheerleader. Like, if someone who doesn't normally get up to sing sings, I love it. It mm-hmm. is my favorite. Like, and I, I don't really care if people are in varied commas good or not. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's all about having fun. It's all about being a part of it. And it's, yeah, it's just that, about doing it. It's not like yeah. you don't need to be the and best I singer in the world. Sharing with like music and singing and stuff is such a human experience. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know it's it's a part of our nature and i don't care if you're good or bad at it like whatever yeah. man um, i just love karaoke it's so good. i, it's I so love good. it it's just the best <laughs> um yeah but aside from that 
uh, I've not really done much this week. Um, what about you? Anything? Anything interesting happen in the past seven days? In the past eight, seven days? Well, days today. Many days it's been. Today, um, both me and my partner are off work today. It is a weekday. Normally, on this day, I would be off and he would be working. But he was off, so we took the kids to Loch Lomond. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, and we went to the Sea Life Centre. Saw all the fish, and it was so good. Um, I didn't realise, like, I've been to aquariums before. I've seen, like, sharks in real life before. But, like, I just love them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of sharks. And it's that way where I don't really think about it until I'm there and I can see them. And I'm like, uh -huh. oh my god, it's a shark. Oh my god, it's a shark. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> um, I was more enthusiastic than the kids. It was ridiculous. Um, like, come on, mom. It's just a shark. You've seen them before. Uh. It's a shark. Oh my god, it's a shark. <laughs> um, yeah, basically. Oh, um, dear. The thing is, like, I actually really like the Sea Life Center and I love, like, I don't know, there's just something about sea creatures. Mm -hmm. um, they're so interesting. They had this giant eel as well, like, it was enormous and he was just, like, going around and um, pushing all the other fish out of the way and stuff. Like, rays are cool. I'm not, like, a, I don't know, I don't find, like, manta rays as impressive and interesting as sharks for some reason. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Um, but I do, I do love sharks. I do love them. Um, and then, um, they have otters there as well at the Sea Life Centre. Oh, Three nice. Otters they have. I do like They're otters. They're very stinky. Otters stink. And they make the weirdest noise. They're very, very cute though. One of them was like playing with this pebble, picked up this pebble and kept like licking it and then putting it back down and then going back and picking up the same pebble. It was just, they're just too cute too cute um my youngest son also managed to find the only wet and dirty muddy area of the whole place to fall on <laughs> so he got covered in mud it's like <laughs> of how, course he did how so we had to change him um then um we went to walk and stuff got lunch uh but we went to also the Loch Lomond Bird of Prey Center which is my favourite thing to do in Loch Lomond because I am obsessed with birds. They are my favourite animal. Uh -huh. And by my favourite animal, I mean all of them. All of the birds are my favourite animal. <laughs> like, I can't pick <laughs> one bird to be my favourite animal because I like them all too much. Um, um, which was great because we'd went before the pandemic, like, years ago now. And when we went, they were like, oh, when, when you, you get your wristband, you can come in and out of the Bird of Prey Centre all day. So you can go in the morning and then go do something else and then come back. Um, but the time we'd went before, the armbands had a little, oh, half price entry next time you come. So right. I went up and I was like, I still had these in my purse from like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, do you still do this? And they were like, well, no, but we'll honour it this time. So we get in for half price, which was excellent. Um, and the birds are just so cool. Like, they have peregrine falcons and screech owls and, um, like, the horned owls and the snowy owl. And it was just amazing. Um, 
we, we went and we saw one of the bird shows. Oh, right. they let yeah, the birds yeah. fly around. Um, and I can't remember the name of the species of owl it was, but they had these two teeny tiny little owls called Rough and Tumble. Aww. And they aren't really trained properly to like, they'll fly from perch to perch, but they don't like do what they're told or anything yet because they're only five months old. Uh-huh. Uh, the burrowing owls, that's what they are. They're like uh, teeny tiny burrowing owls. And they don't make burrows, but they like make friends with prairie dogs. Mm-hmm. So they, they, it's like uh, a burrowing owl make pals with a prairie dog and the prairie dog will dig holes and they'll just live inside the holes. So they run across the ground really fast and they're teeny tiny and they are adorable. Um, but the woman who is like taking the show, it decided that it didn't want to let go of her jumper, <laughs> just became completely obsessed with her jumper and she was trying to get it off and it wouldn't come <laughs> off. And she kept her composure really well because obviously like if you're taking a show, like obviously you need to know how to not you know be like oh for goodness sake you know she yeah, was just yeah. like making jokes out of it and stuff um we also got to see a red-tailed hawk oh, uh, cool. which are yeah they're amazing but you don't normally see those in bird shows because they're quite angry they're mm-hmm. not very like their nature is not you know placid or they just because this one was called aggro uh-huh. um which suits that kind of bird because they're not they're, they're not really suited to public appearance. They're just very angry and grumpy all the time. Um, but I loved her. She was my favourite. Um, also got to see Golden Eagles. They weren't in the show, but they were at the place. And, like, what gets me is people always say owls are wise, right? But owls are not. Owls are really stupid. Their <laughs> eyes are too big, so they don't have enough space for a brain. Oh, um, right, okay. They have a brain. That it's genuinely true. People are like, "Oh, wise as an owl." Owls are not smart, like at all. <laughs> it's a shame, but they are not clever. <laughs> um, and but what gets me is see when like we were seeing the golden eagles that were there, they look smart. They have this like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but I genuinely think they have clever eyes. Like you look yeah. at them and you can tell that they're thinking. If you know what I mean. Sure, um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, owls are stupid. <laughs> so I'm like, how come this eagle isn't considered, like, wise, but that stupid owl over there is? <laughs> I don't but, but get I, it. I, like, love all those images of owls that, you know, with the, the scraggly hair and their eyes just kind of a yeah. little bit askew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the thing with owls as well is that, like, some owls can't actually move their eyes. That's why, like, they spin their heads around. Because oh. they can't, they also can't hear behind themselves. So um, they can see really well, obviously, because they have gigantic eyes, and that's why they're stupid. But um, yeah, owls, birds. I just, I was very happy today. I'm always in my element when there's birds. <laughs> All the that's birds fair. are my favorite bird. Um, speaking of birds. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you worry, watch this. Um, do, do you know what can almost fly like a bird, but not? No, what can almost fly like a bird, but not? Bats. And do you know what bats are related to? What are bats related to? Vampires. Vampires. And do you know what vampires <laughs> are related to? 
What are vampires? The Twilight to? series of <gasps> movies. Oh my god, the best transition we've ever had on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah, so admittedly, um, for preparation for this, uh, I didn't watch the same Twilight. Same. I've seen them all. Um, I've seen them all. I've seen them all twice. Um, all I have taken time. some notes. Uh, Shannon has also given me some notes because she, she knows them a lot better than I do. Um, so this will be entertaining, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it will. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, like I was saying before, like my opinion of Twilight was um, this is garbage. Nobody should watch this. This is without watching it, by the way. Um, this is the worst thing ever, and it's for losers because it looks bad, it sounds bad, everyone says it's bad. Sparkly vampires, what? Why take something cool and make it lame? Yeah. Then I watched Twilight. <laughs> See, I went through this exact same <laughs> thing, Callum. This exact same thing. Um, Because I, I mentioned this before, I think it's very similar to the whole, um, oh, but you shouldn't like My Chemical Romance because they are emo music yeah, yeah, yeah and you shouldn't listen to emo music because you are a goth and a metalhead like so it's this it's the exact same thing it's basically like society's decided that that's not cool so you can't like it yeah. or whatever subculture you subscribe to has decided that that's not cool and you shouldn't like it exactly um, i also did just remember something about twilight just there you know how i was saying that oh it came out and people i knew were reading it mm -hmm. um I still didn't know anything about it, but there was a boy I was in the same friend group in high school as who was obsessed with it, and his girlfriend was also obsessed with it, and I'm pretty sure after I left high school, I used to follow on Facebook, um, and when the movies came out and stuff, they like were constantly referring to each other as each other's Edward and Bella, um, which was cringe. <laughs> Yeah. I hope they don't listen to this and hear me talk about them that way. But that that kind of also informed my whole entire opinion on it. I was just like, ugh, yuck, gross. <laughs> um, which is so stupid. Especially when you consider that a lot of like young adult fiction uh, of that nature, uh, when it seemed at girls specifically, because Twilight is like very much just marketed towards girls. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of media that is marketed towards girls gets really unfair treatment because it's like almost as if society goes, this is for girls. Ew, Therefore, cookies. it's going to be bad. Like, it doesn't matter what yeah. it is. So, like, Twilight falls into that category and a lot of people don't give it a chance simply because um, it's for young teenage girls. Yes. Um, And I, I do get all the criticisms. There's a lot of criticisms about... <laughs> Unhealthy relationship dynamics, oh, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. Um, because the relationship isn't inherently healthy. But, like, see if you read any romance novel. Not every single one, obviously, but a lot of romance novels, even when you leave the, the young adult fiction section of the library, the relationships are inherently unhealthy. <laughs> and I think the thing is, is it taps into an element of fantasy where you know this isn't necessarily what you're going to want from a real life relationship but i don't think there's anything wrong with you know 
daydreaming about it or, yeah. or because it's safe when it's in your own mind it's safe when it's in a book um and it it allows you to sort of fantasize about that without harming yourself you know yeah i think most people can draw the line between real life and fiction yeah i mean obviously there is a, like a small group of people who can't but that's a completely different issue altogether mm. um but yeah no it's you know fantasy is fantasy and just let, let, it, say, let it be fantasy in what fairness is your favorite of the twilight movies Callum? okay here we go I'm I'm gonna uh right, okay. So I like one. One's good. Um first of all, when I say good, these movies are actually not as movies, they're not good. Um the writing's atrocious and all that, but that doesn't matter. Um so one's good. Um two is uh, is two's a bit just I like two a lot purely for Ghost Edward. Ghost Edward is the best Edward. Um, you cannot change my mind. Number three um, has nothing to do with anything. Uh, I hate number three. I hate it. Uh, number four, which is part one, isn't it? Of the, the two. There's five movies. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Number four is just a lot of like romancy and set up stuff, which is fine. Uh, number five is the best movie until it's the worst movie. <laughs> That's my... That is the perfect description of movie five. My favourite one is two, but it is literally just because of Ghost Edward. Yeah, Ghost Edward's incredible. Um, I mean, I guess, like, I mean, because th- I think three's fine, but it also is just like, I think I think three is the, the, the random story of the man who wants to make the vampire army... Um, and you've like you've never met before that, and it's this entire purpose to, to set up um, what's her face, Victoria, is it? I think the, that's the evil. Her name. I think so. Yeah, evil yeah. psycho woman vampire person, um, and that's the entire point of that movie. So you could replace the whole movie with a different plot point and still have it set up Victoria's, and it will still make as much sense as the movie makes. In the grand scheme of things, yep. um, so yeah, so three is definitely my least favorite, and five's my favorite until it's not. Um, is five the one with the best line in the whole of Twilight history? That depends is, what the um, best line is. Oh, there are a lot of good lines in Twilight, um, in my oops. opinion, and a lot of people. Uh, is it? Them. Is it the? Oh, uh, hold on. Is it? You nicknamed my daughter, my after, daughter the, after the Loch Ness monster. monster. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, number that's number five. Um, that's the best line in movie history, um, um, in my opinion. And I, and uh, like the delivery's the great. Is, I'm not saying the Twilight movies are good. <laughs> I'm not saying that they are good, but they are a very entertaining watch. A hundred percent. Um, the thing the thing that sold me on Twilight. So, um. Sat and watched the first one, and through most of it, I was hating it. Right up until like the kind of like start of the middle section, where out of nowhere, <laughs> you have what I can only describe as a sports anime sequence. Oh my god! Where? Oh my god! Where? Um. First of all, leading up to this, um, 
very little happens to convince Bella that vampires exist. Like, she just kind of accepts it because plot. Um, and then after this fact, she goes with with Edward to his family baseball game and yeah, they yeah. just do vampire superpower baseball. And so, it is so, the best thing I have ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whale, supermassive black hole by Muse, please. Exactly. And see, ever since then, like, whenever I hear supermassive black hole by Muse, I'm like, yes, let's play baseball. Let's play vampire baseball in a thunderstorm. Let's do it, guys. Um, <laughs> a song came on in there. I just had this awful memory. I was getting my hair cut. The most recent time I got a haircut, which was, like, early March this year. Uh-huh. Um, and one of the hairdressers, we, the radio was on and Supermassive Black Hole came on and one of the hairdressers was like, oh my God, this is my jam. And I was like, do you like Twilight by any chance? And she was like, that's exactly why. Oh my God. <laughs> and then do you know what she did? Do you know what she did? You know the whole um, pitching thing where they kick their leg up like really yeah, yeah. high? She did that right behind her client's chair in the hairdresser. She wasn't doing my hair. She was doing this other woman. Amazing. And she, this, it was this old woman and she was like, what is going on? It was so funny. Um, it is. It's uh, It's just an incredible moment. And it's one of these things where... Um, it comes out of left field. Like, you do oh, not yeah. expect it. Um, like, Party honestly, vampires live action recreations baseball. of actual anime do not get the anime aspect right that no. one scene in twilight hits it perfectly that that is just like it's so over the top it's just it's ridiculous it's so, ridiculous. It's so good and obviously like the best character in the world alice is is just fits the vibe perfectly do you know what though i think like i've heard criticisms of bella being a mary sue right uh-huh but alice is the real mary sue Mm. Like, think about it. She's in a committed relationship. She ever like her life is perfectly perfect, apart from the fact, excuse me, that she is a vampire. Yeah, yeah. Um, she has the most OP vampire power, like the most OP vampire power. So overpowered, so broken. Um, and like, if it wasn't for Alice, the movies wouldn't have ended in the weird way that they I ended. Know. Um, Everything comes down to Alice, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time, too. It's like my other favourite bit is in the first film where... Um, was it Edward had gone to Italy or something? Um, whatever oh, it was. To, the, to, yeah. to go speak to the... The Vampire Council. The Vampire Council. Or whatever. Which I, I can't remember what they're called. called. The, um... But, um... Oh, it's going to annoy me. But uh, yeah, so he goes to Italy and then there's a bit where it's like, Edward's gone to Italy and Alice is like, oh, and then she follows him to Italy. But instead of it being like, oh, she's in Italy now, they switch from just a serious scene to her dressed like she's Audrey Hepburn in a sports car in Italy, like driving along. And it's not just like, oh, she's in Italy now. It's like, no, but look at her. Look at she she's just like Audrey Hepburn. Look at this car that she. I don't know. Yeah, the whole thing's like over the top, and like there's no warning or transition. It just goes from like one weird scene to one completely over the top ridiculous scene, 
and there's nothing else like it. Like I, I've never seen anything like it that is trying to be serious. I know like, it, it's it's like serious comedy, almost. It's insane. It's really that's strange. that. I think that's the other thing that that gets me about Twilight uh, is that obviously, like going and watching it, I'm watching it from a kind of satirical point of view. Like, oh, this is going to be so bad that it's good, or just so bad that it's bad, or whatever. Um, but because it takes itself so seriously. It just makes it that much better. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like it doesn't, um, it, it doesn't feel forced. You're just like you're, you're genuine. Like, what on earth am I watching? Is just real. Of like, what am I watching? I don't understand. Do you know what it reminds me of? Um, is if anybody who's listening has ever watched Riverdale, have you seen Riverdale? I, I still have not. No. Oh my god, right. So Riverdale has this thing where you have no idea what's going to happen next, but you know it's not going to make any sense and it's going to be stupid and ridiculous every single time. Because I get the impression that the writers who write Riverdale don't actually have a plan. They're just writing whatever messed up, ridiculous scenario comes into their head. And that's a bit like what Twilight feels like to me. It's like, if you have no no concept of the story... If you've never read the books, if you're going in completely blind the way that I did, oh my god, <laughs> it's such a ride. It's such a like journey. Um, and the thing is, obviously, considering some of the topics we've discussed on this podcast before, I am a bit cringe. I am a bit trash. I I don't really have any, you know, shame in what I watch in terms of. Yeah. Oh, that's dumb and that's stupid. Like, I don't care about that. I will watch something regardless. Um, And if people, if enough people tell me something is bad for reasons of, oh, the rating's terrible or whatever, I'll watch it. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. Mm. With Twilight, it definitely worked out. Um, It didn't work out when I went to see uh, The Dark Knight Rises. That film is dreadful. And I think that's what, what I'm trying to say in terms of like, you can have bad writing. There's bad writing and then there's bad writing, you know? Yeah. Um, something can be badly written, but also endlessly entertaining and just just something that you put on because you don't need to think about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's what Twilight is. That's exactly what Twilight is. Um. I mean, like, overall, like, the overarching plot across all the movies, aside from that one movie that doesn't really have anything to do with anything, like, it's not, like, that bad, you know? It's like, you know, human girl meets vampire, falls in love. Oh, no, werewolves, her best friend, who also loves her. Ah, you know, classic young it's a love triangle like you know young person love triangle um for supernatural beings yeah yeah um and then oh no she's the chosen one or something because she's going to give birth to the the, i was gonna say the antichrist but you know oh (laughs) my god right so that is the one thing in those films that i hate the one thing i can point to and go like I roll my eyes and sigh a heavy sigh when <laughs> Renesmee is born, even though I know that the best line in the entire series happens after yeah. Renesmee is born. Like, she is terrifying. Terrifying. It's horrifying. Like, and, honestly. And, and, like, 
if you're going to talk about problematic relationships, you just need to look at Renee's me and Jacob. I know. It's like, why and did they do that? It's like, I get where you're going with it to like, you know, well, we've solved his love problem now. He wasn't in love with Bella at all. It was Renesmee the whole time from the it's, future. It's <laughs> gross. No. It's so gross. Because like, I think that's the thing is that like, obviously I'm saying, okay, it's all right to, you know, daydream about like potentially unhealthy relationships. It's okay to do that. Like I kind of draw the line with like Jacob and Renesmee. I'm like, Edward Bella, like it's toxic. You know, it's that it, there's a power dynamic thing there. It's it's oh, gross, yeah. but like as I said, it's fiction. You know, whatever. But I just, I just can't justify like the whole Jacob thing because the worst part is I am solidly on Team Jacob. Like, I would probably be Team Jacob if I had. Jacob's to just cooler than Edward. Yeah. He's just a cooler guy. He's more down to earth. He's more like sound and logic and all the rest of it. But like, I just can't. It doesn't help that Renee's me looks creepy. Like that she's like, just a CG person. It's it's like first of all terrifying. I don't know why. It's the uncanny valley. They thing. went. With the way they did it, because it was just horrifying. It was the worst thing. I mean, I've ever the seen. other way they were gonna do it, because they initially had a doll made, um, and it's also very, very creepy looking. Like I think it's on display in some like movie museum somewhere. I'm not sure. Um, but the doll that they didn't use looks just as creepy as the bloody CG. <laughs> don't do it. Don't don't just don't look at Renee's me ever. She's so creepy. Um, also, the name Renesmee sucks. Oh, Just I'm gonna saying. put the. I'll put. I'll put. I'll put a photo of the the doll. Oh my god, that's horrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. Oh no, no, that's way worse. I can kind of see why they went for CGI now, but also, <laughs> oh no, it's awful. <laughs> They're both so bad. Like I think it, it seems like the the options that they had were both terrible. It's like bad or. It's not even like better or worse. It's just like a sidestep of bad. <laughs> oh, the other man. thing with Twilight that really shocks me is how many good actors are in it. Like it has I a know. cast of incredible actors. Um, Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson obviously is the lead. Um, <clears throat> the main couple of the whole thing. Um... Those two, see if you watch them in anything else they're in, they are so good. Such good actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Taylor Lautner, who plays Jacob, I don't know. I haven't actually seen him in anything else. I know he was in a TV series with uh, Greg Davies, the comedian. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I've heard he was really good in that. But aside from his acting, Taylor Lautner is just a sound seeming guy like he just seems yeah like he seems just the like nicest person an all right guy to hang out with go have a beer yeah. with him you know yeah yeah um, um just really nice and down to earth and everything like um not to mention some of the supporting cast like it is ridiculous that <laughs> those people signed up to those roles in these movies of all things i know it's 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 just bonkers but i mean like it was hyper successful as well like 
as many people loved it at the time as hated it. As hated it, yeah. Um, which I guess is like the benefit of of that. Um, I'm gonna. Say- I think what I find sad about Twilight, um, as much as I I understand, it's not good. It's genuinely not good. Not well. Not well made. Not well written. Acting's kind of so-so, even though they have these good names in it. It's... Like, I just get sad when people... If you go, oh, I watched Twilight, and people are like, why? Why did you watch Twilight? I'm just like, because it's fun. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Like, I I don't... I wouldn't say it's good, but I enjoy it. Um. Um... let me see. Hold on. So, the budget for the first Twilight um, was $37 million. Yeah. At the box office, it made $407.1 million. So, like... And it's one of the yeah. highest grossing, like, franchises. Yeah, for sure. Um, Just, like, in general. So, like, it's... Say what you but want. But as I said... Well, exactly. It's a successful movie franchise. I think, like, a lot of that is to do with the fact that it is marketed towards young teenage girls who actually, like, there, there isn't an awful lot of things that are in, in that sort of young adult fiction aimed towards girls that is that highly um budgeted if that makes sense Uh uh-huh because when you think about big budget films that are in the cinema right now it's all like oh the avengers and the marvel stuff and traditionally and i'm not saying that these things are not marketed to girls because they are these days but traditionally that was a very male space very male Um, space um but you but you even look it's also like we still seem to have the same attitude towards it though because you look at things like um uh like the success of captain marvel it was not as like initially successful as the other ones because everyone went in well not everyone but people went in with the preconception of oh it's a woman it's gonna be there you know i think Um, a whole host of stuff that went wrong with the marketing for that film too um and it's just kind of gross when you think about it um because girls don't get that cool level of stuff aimed at them. So, no. like, I think it would be cool to see more stuff that isn't Twilight aimed at girls, you know, more well-written, like, decent things. Because, as I said, I enjoy Twilight. I have no no qualms with watching it. I love it, Um, just from an entertainment perspective. But, like, it isn't good. <laughs> No, and I guess what I'm trying to say is that I, I would like to see more things in that space for young women, you know, young adult women who, you know, they they should be catered for too on on, on that like level with that funding and those budgets. Yeah, um, because you know the population of Earth is more than half women. Like I don't I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, and they'll, they'll say things like, oh, but it doesn't make money. But Twilight made tons of money. I know. it's not You, you don't actually have to go far to find examples of the, the insane amount of money things can make if they're, like, marketed right to, you know, to women and, um, and, you know, 
okay, yes, Twilight's not particularly good, but um, surely it can't be that hard to come out with something original that is good. Yeah, and, and it's also marketed successful. for the demographic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's why I'm kind of excited for um, the Ahsoka TV series uh, oh, that yeah. Disney are making because Ahsoka is one of the few, like, Jedi, even. <laughs> like, she's a, a young, strong, independently minded woman who is very well written in the Clone mm. Wars. Um, and I guess, like, it's just nice to, and refreshing to see not only something made about a character like that for young girls to aspire to, whatever. Um, but also to see how much of a success she was coming off of Clone Wars. She's very popular. Well, yeah. Um, I and mean, that's really refreshing. She's so. such a well-written character. Um, and, th like, they've got so much um, material to work with as well. Yeah. That... I mean, I just, I'm just, I'm super excited to see how it turns out, um, and obviously, I want it to do very well. But also, <laughs> there's, there's the fear that they'll Star Wars, <laughs> they'll Star Wars it. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, like always, always the fear. They did really well with Obi Wan. I don't know if you've seen that. But, I've watched like, the first episode now. I have officially started it. It's really good. Um, um, I, I enjoy it. Um, it's nice to see, um, you and McGregor, um. Like just that, like a like that bridge between oh. Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness's Obi Wan's. It's so it's good, and just... he's such a good actor. And like the kids they've got in it are so good. Okay, um, so I've only seen the first episode, but I know this has nothing to do with Twilight. Sorry, listener. Um, but uh, it's Star Wars. You can't not talk about no. Star Wars on the Inverus podcast. Um, but uh, based on the first episode, the the car the the actor who plays Leia completely just outshone Luke, which is, well, I mean, which is great for her, but also it's kind of a shame because I'm sure the boy's a good actor and that, but Leia was fantastic in that. Oh, like, that I think she, she blew was me away. The, the perfect choice for Leia Organa. Like, she just nails it, man. It's so good. Like, it um, does, it takes two seconds. You're like, yes, that, I believe that this is Leia. And you're like, oh, man. Um, and then, you know, I, I guess it's also harder because, like, Luke as a kid is, you know, less of a a kind of strong, defined character, you know, wishy-washy farm boy. Um, but... He has such a more boring life than Leia Organa. Yeah. Um, Leia's brought up as a princess, like, being yeah. trained to become a politician in intergalactic politics at a time when fascism rules the galaxy. Like... That is more interesting, especially yeah. when it's clear that she's being raised to oppose the uh, fascism in which her political system is situated. Like, it's... Anyway. But yes. Um, <laughs> but like Leia... strong female characters being marketed, being pushed, being, being you know, and young, young women being catered for. Yes. Um... um. And I like it, not even just like young women being catered for, but just like it's, it's nice, like even just for young men and young boys to see like to see that strong yeah, female sure. characters because like they're just so badass. And I guess like the other thing with that is that to tie it in with Twilight, like I guess it's I, I think it's a shame that Bella isn't a character who 
I guess she does in some ways take her own life in her own hands and make her own decisions and pushes for what she wants and what she needs. Um, because like the whole time she's just like, no, I want to marry Edward and become a vampire. That's what I want. And then like for the whole film, it's like, oh, these two guys are telling you what they want (laughs) and how what they want is what you want and how what they want is what you need. Um, so I guess in some senses, Bella isn't like a wishy-washy pushover. Like she knows what she wants. She goes out and she gets it. Yeah. Um, but then it just takes a really long time and a lot of twisty, weird turns like ghost boyfriends telling her not to do things. <laughs> ah, yes, my ghost boyfriend came to me, so I'm going to be even more reckless. Wreck? Reckless. <laughs> reckless. Um, oh, no, that's Bella. Don't. It's dangerous. No, no you fool. Bella. Bella, no, don't do it. Bella. Yeah. Yeah. That's what our intro should have been. Ah. Yeah, Ghost Edward, uh, best boy. Best boy. Uh, forget about Team Team Edward and Team Jacob. Team I am Ghost Team Edward. Ghost Edward. <laughs> it's Ghost she Edward or have nothing. Just married to Ghost Edward. <laughs> oh, oh, amazing! I On that ridiculous it. note, Callum. Yes. How would you rate Ocean Bombs Bubble Milk Tea? Okay, so I eventually did get to the boba parts. Um towards the end of it um honestly i don't know if i'd change my opinion if i had the boba earlier um but probably like a five maybe a 4.5 not i'm gonna give I it liked a four it, but it was like it was what fine I found you know is that i mean it, it is fine it's perfectly drinkable it's non-offensive it's not disgusting but um I think if you've had proper bubble tea, it's just not. It, it, there's no comparison. No. Like, um, and I, I always knew that was going to be the case, though, because it came out of a can. And I think for coming out of a can, it's actually not bad. It's not bad, but it also like it's. It doesn't like exceed expectation either, um, which is my problem with it. Um, it was yeah. it was fine. It was kind of like a sweet, cold tea. And then with kind of Flavorless disappointing of... boba at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, it didn't the really boba... taste of anything either. It was no. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying is that, like you know you you want to put some sweetness in your tapioca. Yeah. <laughs> you don't just want like flavorless, like textureless almost. Because that was the thing. It was a bit more like jelly than tapioca. Yeah. Um. Do you know what? It actually like had more of a texture like similar to the grapes in the grape drinks yes um, but without, without the grape taste. taste yeah um then than what i would like expect um so yeah i mean it's okay if you want to buy it you can you can get it at japan center um there's links on the website kabloof.com slash inverus um where you will also find other pictures and things i'll throw i'll throw um some some uh horrifying uh creepy twilight dolls up there for Please you do. to, to enjoy do. um also if you go to kablift.com you can sign up for special features Ooh. which costs one pound a month and gets you all kinds of crazy ridiculous monthly nonsense oh um, yes good old-fashioned bonus content 
we we uploaded something very special there last week. We did, yes. Um, uh, I actually really enjoyed it, um, and I was listening to it uh, the other the other day as well. And I was like, yeah, this is this is fun. I now have a better understanding of 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 things. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, ooh. Yeah. So if you want to do that, it's just a pound a month. We would super appreciate it. We appreciate you anyway, just for listening to our free podcast. Um, but yeah, head on over there. We're also on Twitter. We're oh, we also are. on Facebook. Just um, Inverus for both of those. I think so. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else is happening. Uh, nothing really. <laughs> Um, Nothing we have interesting a is happening for the next episode. We do. So. I'm excited. Um, and to, as they say in Final Fantasy 14 speak. I, I have uh, ordered my drink, which I forgot to do ages ago. So hopefully that <laughs> arrives before next week, which I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Um, um, other than that, uh, I wish you all a wonderful night, morning, afternoon, evening. Kabloof. Oh.